Tim and I always talk about this Green Bay game that happened <laughs> on Monday Night Football in like 1981. Or I think it was. I think it was that same season. I think it was 83. And uh, <laughs> that game, it was it was Green Bay going Green Bay. The audience <laughs> Green Bay. Did you hear the Raiders thing now that they have? Yes. What is that? It was the what one. Are they doing? They go the Raiders. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what is? And then the audience repeats it like. The Raiders. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. I just don't understand what the team that has just bounced all over the West Coast. You know, are they in, are they in LA? Are they in Oakland? Are they in some other weirdo part around Vegas. Oakland? Are they in LA again? Are they oh my God. now they're still Vegas. Get, mm-hmm. no, I get I get the two LA teams confused still. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. Well, both, in LA now. They're both blue. To chart commentators still say San Diego when they're talking about the chart. <laughs> they're both blue and they have the helmets kind of look the same. I can't yeah. even like and they play in the same stadium. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Fuck LA. Why is that a this place? Stupid. Yeah, I guess I, I, I do like movies and stuff. They could do that somewhere else. Yeah, come on. That's what yeah, the so, song Anima is about. Is about uh, yeah, LA just yeah going mm-hmm. under. Yep. Yeah, the, LA, the Oakland Raiders, the LA Raiders, Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Or did they go back to LA again? No, they're before, Vegas. Yeah, they're in Vegas. No, no, oh, didn't they go back before. to LA before they went to Vegas? So they they were, yeah. For like two, okay. one or two years? I think they did. Yeah, I think they did. I thought they were Oakland, but I guess not. No, because they had two teams in LA again. <clears throat> yeah. Because <clears throat> the LA Rams became oh, that's right. St. Louis, and then they decided to go back. I don't think you should be allowed to go back. Keep trying oh, wait, it, was the, it was the LA Rams and the LA Chargers. Yeah. No. And now are the Chargers still in the, San Diego? It was still the San Diego Chargers for one year. San Diego. Well, uh, LA, well the Raiders were in LA and then they moved. <laughs> no, the Chargers are now LA. Keith. This is like the beginning of basketball. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> and the Jazz moved to Utah where they don't allow music. <laughs> <laughs> well, there certainly isn't any jazz. <laughs> the Minnesota Lakers went to LA where there's no lakes. That's right. I mean, like if Washington moved to like I don't know Ohio, when there's no football team in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Columbus needs a team. Yeah, <laughs> that is the best city in Ohio. But nevertheless, the, Col- like, the Columbus Redskins. Oh, that that's like saying so... <laughs> that's like saying the best Reds. I mean, the best uh, trickster album. Yeah, pretty much. They already have Ohio a racist is. team, the Indians. They don't need another. Although the Indians they, changed their names, didn't they? Yeah, they're no longer the Indians. The Renegades or something like that. What is it? Or the, no? It's, up, it's, it's totally. A, it's it's a total video game. Doesn't have the licensing rights. Dame <laughs> and, the, and their font is like total video game font too. Yeah, I know. Their logo is terrible. <laughs> I want to see it now. What is it? Like, is it the Renegades or the Sentinel Sentinels? I think. Is it the Sentinel? No. That sounds right. Which is totally Sega great baseball <laughs> team name. It really is. The Guardians. Is it the, is it the Guardians? The Guardians? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's even worse. They <laughs> wanted to, I guess, pick up on the, oh my God, you should see the logo. I did. That yeah, was like I'm a, talking about. That's probably like a 30 minute meeting. <laughs> Where they're like, Guardians? Sounds good, guys. Just do it. All right. I got the logo right here. Put a baseball with a G on it and wings. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, where's, isn't Goodyear going to sue them for that? Uh, <laughs> my kid's a graphic designer in ninth grade. He can do the logo. Hold on to your butts. 
right there to our immediate left. We have uh, all the folks gathering for the uh, annual Saxon concert. You've got people who really are into the occult and into Satan. They're propagating Satan, and I think it's a devastating thing. Cows meet up. What's your favorite total metal video? Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett, amateurs can fucking suck it, fuck their wives, drink their blood. Come on, Jeff, get up! Who's winning a wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. Ah, God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. And we're gonna be at the Wilson Theater tonight with Slayer. You're gonna be there too, right? Oh! Ah. Alrighty, welcome to Some More Time Podcast, everybody. SomeMoreTimePodcast.com is where you find us online. Get to all of our goodies there. Facebook, the Twitter, the YouTube, the Instagram, all that good stuff. So check us out there, all of our episodes streaming there. So yeah, we're back. We got uh, more 1991 albums to talk about. Uh, before we get going, do some introductions. I am Eric. We've got... Joe here. Hi. We've got Hi Keith there. here. Hello. And we got Tim. Hello. It we helps when you point time. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to. All um. All right. Boy. So this this episode we're talking about the band Lucy Brown. Yeah. Everybody knows a, Lucy Brown. Yeah, not just a lyric from uh, uh, Mac the Knife. <laughs> But yeah, let's actually start that because, like, all right, we're talking yeah. about 1991, huge year, some of the biggest fucking bands of that entire re- era, region, fucking grunge creation, it's huge. And I go to these guys and I'm like, all right, man, motherfucker, yeah, I gotta do Lucy Brown this year. And all three of you stared back at me and said, "Who? Who? Who? <laughs> Never, Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Well, let's play a little bit of these guys." So. Get a little taste of what this is. Brown. Oh, and the album title is just Lucy Brown, self-titled, right? So, so this band is Gene Hawkins on vocals, Scott Llewellyn on bass, Louis Peraza Jr. on guitar, and Chris Newberg on drums. Album was produced by Joe Blaney. Um, and this band is from the DC area, which is I think one of the reasons so we're talking about. That's huh? exactly. That's the biggest thing I want to talk about here. Is let, let's face it, we had a little influence from West Virginia. You know, you know, and we're going to talk about every goddamn thing we can about Clutch. And uh, you know, we talked <clears> about <throat> Guar, so we got a little Virginia t- taste. Lucy Brown. Now, of course, for all I fucking know, every last one of the members of this band lived in Falls Church or some bullshit. But yeah. you know, 
this band, I so feel like like from a you know listening to the, the to this album specifically this album, not their first. Uh, it's just got DC just encoded into it. The biggest thing I feel like this band, as much as they're a, a metal band, I guess. Uh, I just feel like they have go-go, like just an absolute go-go influence in everything that they're doing. And you hear that, uh, and it just, it's always made me just love this band just as a, as a, as a from the, being from the DC region. Yeah, I, I hear that. I mean, that's, you know, the DC is the birth of go-go, right? So it's, yeah. um, I mean, the funny thing is, is that all the research I've done, like kind of trying to, you know, do, listen, you know, read interviews and all that stuff. Gogo never gets mentioned at all, and it's just like, huh. well, am I hearing something differently then? Or am I? What's well, like funky? Up? Like, you got the, yeah, you got the it funky like, going on. The, the biggest yeah. thing when it comes to Gogo, it's it's kind of the back and forth co- chorus. You know, like you, you, one guy's just like, hey, and then everyone else yells back. And well, let, let's actually go into kind of a little bit of the history of this band. Uh, this band yeah, go for it. Um, formed in '87, and Scott Llewellyn uh, was the original singer and bassist. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, they put out this first album entitled Lucy Brown. So I believe that they have the record for most albums put out with the exact same name. <laughs> both of their albums. Didn't Corn do that too? Corn has multiple Corn uh, albums. Maybe Corn Three. I thought. Oh, okay. I what thought maybe it? they did that too. Okay. okay. So we'll give it back yeah. to Lucy Brown. Well, Lucy Brown. Yes, <laughs> Lucy Brown has two albums and, and an EP. But both of their albums are entitled Lucy Brown. Uh, one way or another, uh, that first album, let's see, I got a good quote on this. Right. Uh, a lot of people would uh, describe Lucy Brown as funk metal, uh, which is bullshit kind of phrase. Um, but you go back, uh, this is a quote from, I believe, the guitarist. Uh, you go back and listen to other funk metal acts of the era, like Scatterbrain, Limbo Maniacs, and Psychofunkopus whoever that is. <laughs> and chances are you're going to find some of the bands really suck and sound incredible, da- incredibly dated now. But you put on Lucy Brown and it sounds fresh and inspired, particularly Gene Hawkins, the new lead vocalist's uh, soulful crooning. Even though the band ended tragic, well, we'll we're going to get into that. Uh, their music is still out there and keeps people discovering it. One can listen to the Hone Witherspoon of Seven Dust and Dallas Coyle of God Forbid, and even Howard Jones of The Devil You Know and Killswitch Engage, and hear a lot of Gene Hawkins even unknowingly. Yeah, I guess uh, I can hear that. There's yeah. even a whole channel on YouTube that's devoted solely to the band's music, and people like me, whoever I'm talking about here, stumble across it and are blown away by what they hear. Uh, yeah, well, they broke up in like been, 93, right? Uh, it, I mean, yes, yes, they did. Uh, I mean, it wasn't really necessarily a breakup as much as the singer left, right? The no, the lead singer, uh, who was not a junkie, uh, was not a heavy drug user. Oh. Um, he uh, overdosed on heroin. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, one of those things where he was supposed to be somewhere. Bandmates hit this. It went to his place, and you know found mm. him and it's, it's oh, one of those sucks. kind of really sucky situations because the guy was not you know he w- he wasn't exactly a, a fiend or an addict in any way shape or mm-hmm. you know he just unfortunately did you know he i'm not sure how often he may have been involved in that shit but he wasn't 
too often. He did things one time, and unfortunately, that no. ended his life. Uh, the crazy thing about it, to get back to what my whole point here was, uh, when the band first started, um, they were, you know, if, if you listen to that first album, the first Lucy Brown album, very, very grunge-esque. And, of course, this came out in, I think, yeah, uh, the, the first, um, for the most part, the band started off with Scott on bass, Chris on drums, Lewis on guitar, and it was just playing in garage, uh, playing punk and metal. Uh, their influences were mainly like playing buzzcocks with Black Sabbath influences. Um, this album came out in 88, and, you know, the, the metal, like, the 91 release has definitely got more metal elements, but you definitely hear in 88, this, the, their first album, just mm-hmm. a lot of different shit going on. I fucking <laughs> love that album. I, I would say it's impossible. It's not, I mean, you can find it on Discogs easily, but uh, there aren't a hell, hell of a lot of copies. That's the biggest thing. Like, they were not yeah. signed to anyone. They eventually got, well, we'll get into their eventual signing. One way or another, so that band had this album and they were playing out locally. Gene, this uh, vocalist we're talking about that eventually overdosed on heroin, uh, he joined the band and that's what changed everything. He actually came from Cleveland and was actually involved in the ska scene over there. So I don't know how you end up with the ska vocalist going into a metal or going into kind of like an oddball kind of multi-influenced band and all of a sudden they end up playing kind of go-go and laced metal but <laughs> it's kind of what happened and uh you know hawkins he wasn't much of a, a screamer or anything like that he had this crooning roughiness to him mm-hmm. uh and that's really what kind of changed you know how they were within the scene and how they were approached uh for, yeah the first time they ever toured they were opening for bad brains um back when chuck mosley you know the the guy from uh, Fifth and More was yeah. was their vocalist for a little bit of time. They ended up opening for S.O.D. and the Ramones. Uh, oh, and as that's when when they were doing those tours, that's when Billy Milano of uh, uh, S.O.D. S.O.D. M.O.D. Uh, yeah. You know, told Johnny Z that he had to check them out, and voila, he saw them, loved it, and signed them to Megaforce. And okay. then they moved to New York because, let's face it. I, the whole reason I wanted to do this band is because of their DC influence, and as it turns out, you know, they've moved to New York to put this out. <laughs> well, that was Megaforce Atlantic, right? So they got major label distribution. Yes, that's one another big thing that sucked is, is ba- it, yeah. Uh, so they got signed. They go up there to release it. The first time I ever saw this band uh, was, you know, once again, as always, was it Friday night or Saturday night? Was Headbangers Ball? Saturday. 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 All right. Saturday. And I saw the video for Colorblind. And uh, we'll be playing that's, that. That's why I sounded familiar. I was I was listening to the album going, this, uh, this song sounds familiar. Yeah, I'm sure you guys saw it. But I saw that and I was fucking knocked on my ass. And okay. just as usual, all the bands back then, I pulled out my business card, wrote, you know, Lucy Brown on the back of one to go <laughs> find their stuff. And it, it blows my mind, the fact that they were actually involved in the DC scene and I mean, let's face it, I was only going to Sam Goody and, and right. Kemp Mill and all that, but I could never find this album. I, I didn't own this until, I don't know how many years ago, but one way or another, you know, so that's, that is, yeah, the, the touring and all of kind of more of their punk uh, alignment in, in at least the, the music scene is what ended up leading them to getting signed to Megaforce. Unfortunately, uh, as 
it was right around this time that Atlantic sold because that's the one thing. Atlantic was going to actually give them good distribution. Things fell yeah. through between Atlantic and Megaforce, and that's yeah. what led to them really kind of kind of dissolving into the ether I mean, of the music <laughs> industry. Yeah, it's 91, too, so that's kind of rough. Then early 90s were pretty tough on a lot of bands, especially a band like this. Where, where do you put them? Right. Yeah, Johnny Z's uh, Johnny Z's uh, deal with Atlantic for distribution fell through, uh, and that's what led this band to kind of, well, uh, you know, they they fulfilled the contract with Megaforce for putting out their first album, and they just moved back to DC. And we'll get into what happened after that eventually. I'm sure that that happened with a lot of bands back then too. Like yeah, this was, that's probably yeah. just one example of many for that type, those type of bands. Just. But how about like, let's uh, let's go to the next track, nobody home, uh, nobody home. Let's start this one from the beginning because I feel like this actually shows a little bit of difference. About about twenty six seconds in, you get a little of the call response from the verse that's kind of known okay. within the go go scene. The cool opening riff, yeah. Not a fan of his vocals. He's very, yeah. um, he's very DeAndre Cole from What's Up with That. <laughs> what, is, what is that? You guys don't know. I didn't know it either until you showed me. But yeah, <laughs> fuck is DeAndre Cole? Let's see if it's Saturday it's Live. Yeah. Who's the uh, comedian? It's uh, Keenan Thompson. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. You never watched? No. (laughs) From um, Key and Peele? No. No, no, no. Keenan Thompson was on Good Burger. Good Burger. Oh, from Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're talking about 30 years ago. (laughs) Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> well, That's what I thought of the first time I heard this singer. I'm like, "Ooh, we, what's up with that?" And they got Jason you know, Sudeikis dancing back there. I just I thought of Keith and Joe bashing Mordred, <laughs> calling <laughs> that guy a dollar store Mike Patton. And I'm like, this I guy's have gone easy on this, this guy's guy, the. But. It's like, yeah, he's got um. There's a, there's, a, there's a Corey Glover, but I can't really pull it off on a kind of a vibe. 
or maybe little fish bones. I can't remember the name of their singer, but I, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't work for me. Yeah. I had a hard time with it. Music. I think the music's great. The band is really good. Bass is bass guitar is awesome. Yeah. 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 Musicians are really good. Yeah. I get a lot of Red Hot Chili, Red Hot Chili Pepper vibes from this band. For sure. Like mm-hmm. early Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. They are finally. I was looking for it. On, I've been looking for it on Discogs. What? This, uh, this band. Lucy Brown. Oh. No. I just wanted to get an idea of what what's out there for, with them. Well, we'll get... There, there's only two albums and one EP. I want to get into that EP, or at least mention it, because I doubt we'll... <laughs> It, it costs imagine. way too much. Like there aren't too many of them floating around. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just like that song we just played. Nobody's song. I, I, cool riffs, but I cheesy can't ass get lyrics, the, man. Yeah, I can't get into. Went the, through the like, store. I went down to the doctor. I just I don't. Know. It's a no from me. Okay, well <laughs> then let's at least get into Colorblind. This was the big hit, you know. This was the big that, single. Well, yeah. this was the re- this was the single. I saw the name of that song and I'm like, oh, this is about racism. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's uh They said they were gonna fix it and they didn't. They were gonna make the world <laughs> colorblind. Well I blame you, Joe. Had to be somebody. This song was like, this sounds like the single. So, and I, I'm pretty sure I'd heard it before. So, when you said that you saw it sometime back as well, I was like, ah, that makes sense because yeah. it does feel like a song I've heard before. It's okay. Some of those songs did, yeah. Some of the songs did stick in your head. I mean, I played the album yeah. three or four times, and I was they were stuck in my head. So, I mean, that's yeah, it's a catchy chorus, and you know, yeah, it's not bad. Just not okay. great. I wasn't bowled over by it, but <laughs> it was. <laughs> Oh, did we this talk is about the problem. This is the problem. Because you guys have horrible taste. No, it's talking the album cover. We didn't talk about the album cover because I'm looking at it. It's it's pretty bad, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. The, uh, the, the record you have looks a lot cooler than this one does. Yeah, well, this thing. I mean, let's a. I mean, let's face it. This is their first album, but it's. So that's not the actual album we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but that's, this is that's, not the album we're talking about. That's a better I, album cover. You know, for anybody listening and not staring at YouTube, it's uh, their very first album. It's it, it it's done for about a dollar fifty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is a very uh, this album cover. It's very uh, local band has a very local band <laughs> local, it like local it band the, demo feeling. It looked like they took the picture that should have been on the back and, and put it the front. jammed it into the front on top of another yeah. picture. Yeah. Yeah. Not much. Well, to the say songs are really short on that first album, Keith. The longest songs like three, four, not even four minutes. Yeah. It's it, trust me that album. I mean, let's face it. You know, using this vocalist, uh, 
the, the bassist, of course, is, is you know, it's, it's the same musicians. So the bass is still just as fucking uh, solid there. Um, but the vocalist really changes how the overall thing sounds. So, yeah. I mean, I would absolutely recommend, I mean, I mean, face it. I'm the one who put my fucking foot down and said, motherfuckers, you guys are doing this one. <laughs> I was hoping that you guys would have enjoyed it more than it's got to sounds be like the, you guys have. But, it's, uh, it's like the Mordred thing. I'm sure like when we hear Mordred, we hear what we heard in 89. Right. And you guys had never heard it. And you're like, well, this sounds like a guy trying to do Mike Patton. And uh, I don't like the, his vocals. And the music is generic. And this sucks. And we're hearing <laughs> this is something we heard in 1989 that was fucking awesome. And it still sounds good, and that was at the time, 2019. I mean, that's yeah, it's very, it's a very similar thing. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. feeling that's Keith is, you know, Keith loves the album, but this is our take when we heard it the first time. Yeah, yeah, it's 30 years later. Hey, hey, hey! But at least for the first you know, time, get a little taste of DC, you know, in the little mix here for our show. Yeah, that's cool. And it's not the music is is good. Like, yeah. if they had a better singer, I would like this album a lot more. You should I hear the first album then. And the, the well, I, maybe I'll go listen to that then. I should yeah. I should listen to that one. I'm guessing that's on YouTube as well, right? Probably. That's where I pulled this. <laughs> I couldn't find it. On no? the, the the normal channel. No, on YouTube I found it. Oh okay. but I, I almost never go to YouTube for music. No, me neither. Me neither. Spotify is for assholes. You know, I've been <laughs> buying a lot more albums lately because I, I like more and more artists are like, don't listen to Spotify, don't use Spotify because yeah. we get nothing as an artist. So I feel bad. They, they get they get that nine tenths of a cent that you know. Yeah. You get a gas station. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think uh, we give more more money to artists than your average Joe. I think we do too. Yeah, for sure. I would imagine. I mean, we, yeah. Should, we, we shell out a lot of <laughs> we shell out a lot of cash for. Yes, we do. Love of music. So this next song, Thoughts, Working Class. I thought the opening riff was very Sam's House. Oh, yeah. Old Sam's House. Yeah. This is all old now. (laughs) Yeah, really. like the chorus in the song at all though oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that was not good yeah let's hear it yeah, let's let's feel it. oh yeah <laughs> It's Wayne's World when they go to the dream sequence. <laughs> There's a part. Let me find this. Hold on. <laughs> I don't like that call answer thing either. 
<laughs> yeah. That ball can sing. Pretty good. <laughs> God. Must be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a good part. Look, 333 in the song I thought was pretty cool. It's a good breakdown. They do. They like their breakdowns. I mean, a lot. The, the influences that this band kind of come out of, as much <clears throat> as they, you know, let's face it, I mean, we're, we're on a metal show right now, so it's supposed to be metal, and they were <laughs> you know, kind of on Headbangers Ball, so it was, but you, you know, you listen to this, and you know, uh, there's definitely absolutely metal influence here. Is this a metal band? No. I don't know that I'd say yes, you know, I mean, they, like, there's definitely, it's definitely not a hardcore band or something no. like that, but, you know, <laughs> no. there is, you know, uh, with, with the usage of bass, I mean, it, it's definitely got kind of more of that funk metal, you know, yeah, what yeah. you want to call it, of, of the early 90s, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know that I would define these guys within the metal genre or whatever, but that's, that's kind of, they were on a metal label. <laughs> They were. So this is the part I was talking about. Yeah, that's cool. If you had saved the the ooze for this part only, I'd be fine with it. Now the phase out. So, you know. I mean, vocalists yeah. make or break a band. So they really do. Yeah. If you like the vocals, you're going to... The next but song then... was my, my the worst song on the album, in my opinion. <laughs> Other? It, no, it takes me higher. Oh, it ta- oh, yeah. I thought Roots was the worst song on the album. I, I don't remember any of the songs specifically. <laughs> All right. Well, I think <laughs> <laughs> this, The way this one starts, like, rock. Oh, that's totally, uh, Fight Like a Brave. Who? What? Oh, yeah. Fight Like a Brave by the Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Chili Peppers going on here. The way he's playing bass and... Yeah, I w- Roots was pretty bad too, actually. <laughs> the production, the production is actually good on this album. The production is very good. Yeah, yeah. It's the only really thing I, I would say about the production, I didn't like his guitar tone, his heavy, like distorted guitar tone. I'm not a big fan of. It's a little too metal zone pedally for me. But Clean Town sounds really good. The the bass and drums sound really good together. Yeah, they're really tight. Um, I don't think the kick drum sounds very good. That's no? my biggest issue. I think. Yeah, it's it's they don't have any treble on it. That's that. Yeah. yeah like you're practicing in your basement sounds. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, for a band that's kind of smaller. I th- and Yeah, I thought the guitar and bass sound really good. And yeah. you can hear everything. It's got a good mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can bug out to it. You can bug out to it. <laughs> it's got a funky beat. <laughs> it's it does have a funky, funky beat. beat. It does, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> no, I didn't mind Brother. Brother was a pretty good song, actually. The only yeah, thing I thought about the that- best song... Uh, 
Mold the Truth. Mold, that was the best. Mold the Truth was my favorite too. I think that yeah. yeah, that was. A, I the chorus one. was pretty heavy in that song. Yeah. But yeah, Roots was the one. <laughs> you know why? The, yeah, I know why. Yeah. But, Come on, y'all. <laughs> Is that what you feel, Meryl? <laughs> that was the part. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. <laughs> you feel Meryl. Yeah, like some of the you know the vocals you kind of get used to it. And you're like, all right, well that's that's what he does. Other every now and then though he gets into <laughs> like someone should have told you. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't. Don't say. Don't say. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Uh, well, let's play a little brother since we're on that song anyway. Yeah. This one's not bad. My only problem with this one was he, he says only too much. I pick a little snake. Repetition, repetition is, is another aspect of Togo. So. Oh. Anyway, the vocals. So. Yeah. Good rip. Yeah. Good drums. Oh, well, I think it was the second chorus where he's like, we only, 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 only got to love or whatever. <laughs> it's the only part I didn't like. But that, that's about, not a bad song. Yeah. But yeah, Mold of Truth is probably the best song. In yeah. My opinion. Yeah, that was the one that I, that stood out for me as well. Good riff, riff too. too. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> Sounds like something. Reminds me of like a black album Metallica kind of a almost, yeah. Riff. Little bend he does. I was going to play the chorus, but let me see if I can find it. There it is. Yeah. That was a good chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. I like that one. Yeah. I think his vocals work better when the riffs are a bit heavier for some reason. I can definitely see how, like you mentioned earlier, bands like Seven Dust and Avengers. Oh, Seven yeah. Field, you know, I can definitely see him taken from this guy's vocals, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the one Big thing. Like, I'd say, like, timing-wise, I, I feel like this band, if, you know, like, let's face it, uh, the shit with Megaforce it didn't fall apart, um, and they got at least a little, you know, if they were able to stick around and, let's face it, their singer didn't die of heroin overdose, uh, things would have been a lot different, and hopefully they could have actually done something throughout the rest of that decade. I mean, let's face it, mm-hmm. you know, the, the band kind of, Everything happened in the early 90s. I really feel that this band really could have done something a hell of a lot bigger had they lasted. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing about them, though, that I thought would be humorous for us to talk about, of course, I didn't fucking save my notes on, but it's their last EP. Uh, their EP, and they're going to come out, for the most part, back in uh, 1990, apparently, right before Pantera was about to put out... Uh, Cowboys. Uh, they played a show together up in New York somewhere and uh, became friends. Uh, hmm. So they would, you know, shoot the shit, whatever. After, let's face it, everything with Megaforce fell apart, they didn't know what the fuck to do. They moved back to D.C. and they're kind of bumming around. Somehow they ended up getting a hold of Vinnie Paul and he, and I'm trying to get the, the, the specifics on this correctly, because their last EP... He was involved in the recording or possibly produced it, something up on the, along those lines. Oh, so really? Wow. Th- that, that's the big thing I was figuring with you guys. Like, I, w- I have not managed to put my hands on a copy of that EP yet. No. Oh. It, let's face it. This is a band that never really, you know, never took off. Uh, yeah. So you, you can find, you know, there's stuff around. It's, you know. Not easy to get your hands on, but you, it's definitely you, know, you can do. But I figured you guys would at least be interested to note that these guys do at least have other history with someone else. You, you know, yeah, no, that's cool. It's really, I didn't even know them. that the band from from DC was on Megaforce Atlantic. That's the, the fact that I didn't know that is kind of crazy because most of the bands on that label we knew about. Whether we like yeah, them or not, we knew about them. That's another thing. Like, like when I mentioned these guys, you know, I'm just like I, I love these guys. This band is is a uh, you know true to the goddamn DC scene in my eyes, uh, and that you guys had not heard of them. I, yeah, you know. no. Which is it is weird yeah, but, because uh, I mean, yeah. this, isn't, this isn't really that. I mean, it's definitely a metal band, but it's definitely. I mean, it's like you know, like Fishbone is apparently a ska band. I guess you know they, they've <laughs> just got so much shit going on in them. You know, this band has got a lot of shit going on, more, you know, rock than, you know, any weirdo ska stuff. But I would definitely just say this band, you know, has enough influence going on. Uh, I I love Llewellyn's uh, bass work. I I just. Mm -hmm. No, they're all really good musicians, really talented musicians. They had to have opened for somebody that we saw. Bayou (laughs) or Hammerjacks. We probably saw them. Well, well, you got to realize, you know, when this album came out, they moved to New York. And then after everything fell apart, where they weren't really going to get any more play at all, is when they came back to D.C. So it's it's quite possible, like in 90, that you saw them open for someone. But uh, You can get the... the 93 EP on Discogs. Mm-hmm. The cheapest is for 18, about 1850. Yeah. 
Okay. Man, 90, 90, if you're no, interested, 93 was was. Uh, I, I am, and uh, trust me, I think the last time I noticed it was for like thirty bucks or something. Yeah, there's a bunch for sale. They're all under twenty, even with shipping. Yeah, yeah. Well, are they all from the United States? Or oh, they're are they not all international. Most of them are. No, it's it's Bats. from uh, this one's from the Netherlands. Hmm. But I don't bother getting any mailing. Why not? Got tons there. of records from Europe. Yeah, you have. Oh, yeah. I never bother because I figured. No, the total shipping, shipping, even with shipping, it's eighteen forty-five. It says. Oh, all right. I, maybe I'll I think that's what it means. It's it's yeah. yeah. It's eight eight bucks for the album, or I mean, eight euros for the album plus another eight twenty-five euros for the shipping. They say that's about eighteen forty-five. That's not bad. Not bad at all. It may take a while to get there, but. I yeah. mean, I, I, I might, <laughs> I, I want to, that's the, that's the one thing, you know, like when I snagged this one, I, I think I paid uh, 15 bucks for it. It's, it's rare for me to throw out that much money for an album, even though it's like, you know, for a used album, I'd say. New stuff, I'll, you know, you can't buy a goddamn new <laughs> record, 20 goddamn bucks at least. All right, Roots, that's the song we were on. Uh, that's the song that has the... Come on, y'all. Play a little bit of this. That sounds like something. <laughs> Does it? What? Yeah. Can you feel mad like that? The way he says me. It's going to be May. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably it. Sure. We'll go with it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's going to be May. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that song. Well, uh, I tell you, let's let's just go ahead and hit uh, in Rhode Island. All right, you know we we, we, we need to go need track to, by track. Okay, your favorite waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a good song, other than like, the occasional vocal line that I thought was out of place. But I thought the song itself was pretty good. Hit two nineteen of Rhode Island. Who does the backing vocals? Did you mention that already? Some I think Scott. I mean, uh, 
<laughs> seeing as uh, their bassist used to be the lead singer before they, oh. they brought Gene in, it's probably him. What, what do the vocals sound like on the EP? The or the, I guess it's an EP before this one. Uh, uh, it nothing like exactly. Yeah. It, it's I'm find the it. music is definitely somewhat similar, but the the music I'd say is definitely sounds more. I'd say grunge esque. I can't find anything on YouTube uh, for their debut EP. No, you no. can't. That's all right. All right. Well, do we want to grade this thing? Well, I mean, the, the other big thing to yes. note about this band, for all of you fucking locals, is that uh, their guitarist, Louis Peraza. Uh, Peraza Jr. Uh, yeah. yeah. Louis Peraza uh, is one of the owners of Atomic Music. Oh, okay. I did see, oh, nice. Yeah, so, I did see that there. They opened up a music. Like two of the members ended up owning yeah. a, a music. Yeah. Eric Schwelling is the other guy. I think he uh, replaced the bass player. Uh, the bass, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The bassist after this album, he left. I think to pursue, uh, you know, he went to get a master's degree or something. something oh, like okay. That. Uh, Before another. Was cool. uh, so those two guys. Oh, those two are the uh, two two of the owners of Atomic Music up in Beltsville, Maryland. So. Yeah, all right, fine. Shitheads, if you don't like the fucking music, at least go support their uh, business. That's too far. Uh, yeah, it is too, too far for us. But, uh, yeah, if you're in Maryland, uh, and you know what time you're if you're, if you're in D.C., or by. if you're in, you know, you know, somewhere in PG County, go swing by Atomic, buy their stuff. They used to have, I can swear they used to have a, uh, a store on a Sycamore Avenue in, in Falls Church. I swear they did. Wasn't that downstairs? Yes. Yeah. And I had like a like CDs on the ceiling, like on the ceiling. Didn't it? No, no. It was a, it was it was a music. It was a. There wasn't a music. It wasn't a record store. It was a. You know, oh okay. Yeah. This is flat out. I feel like I've been there. there. Yeah. I I bought a, a pick guard there once. Oh nice. But uh, okay. one way or another, uh, yeah. This is all. If if you need strings, if you need guitars, you need whatever. Go buy local Amazon. From people that have actually oh. been involved in the scene and shit like that. <laughs> Better than fucking no, Star World. Or Center. Did I go? Have you not been there, Tim? I feel like we went there. We probably did. I mean, you were, uh, you where'd you get your drum set? The, the, the white one. I I got that at. That uh, was a guy's name, right? What was that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Chuck Levin. Chuck Levin. Oh, that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that actually is right around the corner from the store that i'm right yeah okay let's yeah that was there, that one's in montgomery beltway. county i think right? yeah that yeah. was right off the beltway yeah. like just chuck levens or i'm thinking of the fuck i don't know so I'm, super interesting for people trying to hear this conversation to the, the ending here let's grade this <laughs> bunch of fucking old men <laughs> talking about where's your body well one way or another let's chuck go buy shit from fucking yeah, support your local local businessmen that yeah. actually support the goddamn scene you're in. Yeah, yeah. All right, grade. All right, grade. It's atomicmusic.com, by the way. If you want to see their no. website, I, I fuck you all. I hate you. You guys are dumb shits and have no taste. <laughs> hey. Oh. In fact, Keith, before you do that, you should definitely look at their website. It's fucking cool. Atomic music. Atomic. It. Yeah. Atomicmusic.com. It's got a virtual store, so you can. They should like sponsor this at a house podcast. online. Yeah. 
It's like Google Maps, but it's in a music store. <laughs> yeah. All right. One way or another. All right. Let's get to the goddamn grading. A, motherfuckers, and fuck you all. C minus. It's good music, but I'm not going to go back to this album. Sorry. I'll go with C minus as well, since since it's DC. It's local. Yeah. Would have been a D. <laughs> yeah. I I had C. Well, I had C written down. So yeah. Okay. Vocalist. All just, right. Fine. Phew, sorry, dude. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Keith, we we didn't want to bullshit you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not gonna. I could have said a lot worse. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, um, next episode. Where the hell's Beltsville? Huh? I'm sorry. It's, it's just, <laughs> Where the hell is Beltsville, actually? It's off of Rhode Island Avenue, which is just outside of the city. I don't know the town. I don't know like the, the towns very well. well uh, Maryland? No. You, all right. Do you remember where TikTok liquor used to be? TikTok no. I know it's a clutch liquor. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> well, it's because of that place. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I have Google Maps. People like don't want to know about Beltsville, Maryland, who are listening to this podcast. I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, if they want, if they want to buy some uh, gear, you can go there. Tell them Keith. All right. You. Well, let's close this out. Happy okay. holidays, everybody! Because by the time you know this post, it'll be the holidays. So, have a merry Christmas and happy New Year, or happy Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, or whatever you celebrate. Enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Happy holidays. Next episode will be probably, you know, twenty twenty one. So, twenty twenty two. Sorry, I can't count. And uh, it might it'll be. be it'll be Nirvana because we're gonna have to extend '91 into uh, into next year. Yep. Unfortunately, yeah, we got some we got some more albums. It's too many. Have. Yeah, it's okay. So that's a podcast. All right. I don't think we're gonna lose any listeners over us going into 2022. For no. No, 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 fuck you guys! You can't do that. All right, it's 31 years. All right, for uh, for <laughs> Joe and for Keith and for Tim, I'm Eric saying. <laughs>